When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Earth Rangers Podcast. I'm Earth Ranger Emma, coming to you live with a new installment of my ultimate guide to national parks. Let's go! <laughs> These scuba tanks are really heavy. Ugh. There. Hey, Earth Rangers. Oh, sorry. Let me take my goggles off. Ah, that's better. Okay, I have a question for you. What do miniature deer, lemon sharks, alligators, crocodiles, bottlenose dolphins, pet shop pythons, and underwater cows all have in common? I mean, other than being super cool and worthy of copious research, well, I'll give you a little hint. All of these creatures live in the same place, the very place I happen to find myself in right now. Now, I know some of you fancy yourselves amphibian experts, and you might be thinking, wait a minute, Emma. Crocodiles are found in Southern Africa, the East Indies, Southeast Asia, Northern Australia, and South America. And alligators are found in North America and China, only in the Yangtze River to be exact. And you would be mostly right. If you consider yourself particularly well-versed in marine biology, you might also be thinking, Emma, alligators live in fresh water. Bottlenose dolphins and lemon sharks prefer the seasoned soup of salty seas. And again, you would be mostly right. You might also be keen to the fact that deer are, well, land-loving mammals. They love all the land. You can find them in deserts, tundras, forests, mountainsides, and yes, the occasional marsh. But no way, no how are they going to be hanging out near dolphins, let alone pythons purchased at a pet store? And once again, you'd be mostly right, almost completely 100%. That is, if it weren't for the Florida Everglades. Yep. I'm here in Everglades National Park. One of the most unique ecosystems on the planet. I mean, this park is full of contradictions, which is like when something is two things at once that are opposite and they shouldn't make sense, but somehow they do. Like, okay, for example, 
it's the only place in the world where you can find both crocodiles and alligators. It's filled with marine wildlife that's able to spend time in both salty and fresh water. It's home to an itty bitty teeny tiny super cute three foot tall deer that regularly goes for swims in shark infested waters and yeah, it has a serious Burmese python problem caused by irresponsible pet owners and hurricanes. Oh yeah, you heard that right. Python spreading hurricanes. Oh, only in Florida. Not to mention the fact that even though this park is a continuous wetland, it routinely lights on fire because it also happens to be the part of North America that experiences the most lightning. The Everglades? It's like if a mad scientist invented a national park and just threw in the coolest, strangest, most opposite mixture of creatures and weather, but it's actually real. Now, it was a pretty long journey from Grossmorn to here, so I've had a lot of time in transit to read about the Everglades. And I have to say, the more I learn about this incredible ecosystem, the more surprised and astonished I am. Because, first of all, the Everglades is often referred to as a river of grass, which sounds like yet another opposite day sort of idea, because how could grass be a river? But that's actually what it looks like. Like, out in front of me, I see a giant flooded field where there's enough water to cover all of the plants, and, and that lets the leaves flow and ripple in the currents. Sort of like a whole bunch of grass doing the wave. Which I know might be kind of hard to picture, so I'll include a snapshot in the show notes. Oh, you know what? That gives me an idea. You see, remember how I said that the Everglades was an incredible ecosystem? Well, that's not quite right. Because it's not just one ecosystem, it's nine. Sawgrass prairies, sloughs, mangrove swamps, cypress domes, hardwood forests, pinelands, marl prairies, estuarine areas, and coastal areas. I'm about to go on a fan boat tour, and I'm sure I'll spot a bunch of these unique structures. I think it would be really good scientific practice to try and document as many of them as I see. So, number one, the one we just took a picture of, is a sawgrass prairie. A sawgrass prairie is made up of a type of plant called a sedge that looks very similar to grass or rushes, but it has a sharp serrated edge that looks like, well, you guessed it, a tiny saw. Bonus fact, a quick way to remember the difference is this rhyme. Sedges have edges, rushes are round, grasses have knees that bend to the ground. This iconic wetland system is a crucial part of the Everglades that provides a habitat for wading birds, alligators, and countless other species. While we are still on relatively dry land, I thought I'd just turn around and get a picture of another ecosystem. The marl prairie. Marl prairies are slightly less deep than sawgrass prairies. They're made of limestone bedrock, fresh water, and more sawgrass that flows seamlessly into the deeper river of grass. They're homes for algae and plankton and, oh, I think that's my boat in the distance. Mm-hmm. Ahoy there. Oh, right, nice, right on time. Hello, Captain. Permission to come aboard? Come on up. Uh, uh, sorry, d uh, one sec. <clears throat> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna load my tanks. So, here we go. Oh, oh, careful now. 
There we go. And, and my wetsuit. And flippers. Uh, goggles. <clears throat> A waterproof camera. And, whoa, okay, okay, yep, and, and that's everything. All right, let's get going. Thanks for being so patient. Hang tight. Really appreciate it. Whoa, hold on to your heads. Or your fins. Whoa, okay. Uh, this boat is very loud, so I'm not sure if you can hear me. If you can just wait a second, I'm just gonna, just gonna activate the noise cancellation mode on the mic, which I think is, I think it's this one. This one is the switch on the back, or let's see. Better, and I see another one. Oof. Okay, the one I just took a picture of just now, that was definitely a hammock. And no, no, not the kind of hammock that you might be thinking of with the cloth and the trees and the sleeping. Mm -mm. This sort of hammock is an island made of tropical hardwood trees that rise above the sawgrass. They're like fortresses made of tree roots and trunks and branches that shelter a diversity of wildlife. Remember that tiny deer I mentioned? Well, that deer is a key deer, and it loves to swim from hammock to hammock looking for tasty greenery to munch on and safety. I think the sound of the fan boat will probably spook any nearby deer deeper into the hammocks, and well, that's exactly what they're for. Hmm, you know, I'm not totally sure, but I think we just switched ecosystems again, like just now. Right this moment. Maybe, maybe I'll ask the captain. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, uh, captain? i just wondering, is this a slew? Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, captain? Do you know, is, is this a slew? Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I said, excuse me, captain, is uh, this water, is it a slew? Is it a, <clears throat> pardon? <clears throat> okay. That was abrupt. It's a... It's a snake. Uh, what, a, a snake? No, no, no the, the, the water, is it a... S this is a slough. That is a snake. The, huh? Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Earth Rangers. So we've just stopped in a slough, apparently. And there is a giant Burmese python undulating in the water. It's crazy. It, 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 it kind of looks like... If the letter S came to life and was terrifying? Now, Burmese pythons, not native to Florida. Like I was saying earlier, they ended up in the park because of pet owners setting them free. This, by the way, never a good idea in any ecosystem. Invasive species like this can cause delicate systems to fall out of balance, and that's exactly what the pythons have a knack for doing. That said, it's not just irresponsible snake parents who are to blame. Believe it or not, in 1992, Hurricane Andrew, a Category 5 storm, destroyed a snake breeding facility, setting hundreds of captive pythons free. Which I know sounds a lot like the plot of a really bad action movie, but it's actually completely, totally true. True, it's true. Wow, that is so fast. Okay. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, where were we? Where were we? Uh, where was I? Oh, sloughs. Right. Sloughs are like nature's water highways allowing water to flow through the Everglades. They're essential for maintaining the balance of water levels and for supporting a variety of aquatic life. Sloughs are made up of fresh water, so they are very frequently frequented by our amphibian friends, the alligators. Speaking of which, one ecosystem I won't likely get to see is called a cypress dome. It's a small circular swamp with cypress trees growing in a ring around it. And the reason that I won't be seeing it is because it's the preferred real estate of mama alligators rearing their young. The alligators even work to arrange their domes by digging and moving silt to adjust the water levels just to their liking. You can kind of think of them like a smelly, muddy, extremely dangerous nursery. Oh, 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 I know what those are, I know what those are. Sorry, I know this is happening so fast, but there's so much ecological diversity here. It's wild. So to my right, a little far afield, I can see a stand of poplar and ash, which can only mean that that ecosystem is a hardwood forest. Hardwood forests are a haven for the Everglades' incredible birds like egrets and barred owls. Ooh, oh, Earth Rangers, Earth Rangers! I can see the twisty, knobby, distinctive roots of a mangrove tree. Oh, and another, and, and another? You know what this is? This is a mangrove swamp. If we have arrived in the mangrove swamps, that can mean only one thing. We're headed into saltier water. Mangroves, they're incredible. They can filter out 90% of the salt in the water surrounding them and get rid of the remaining 10% through their leaves. They can survive in both high tide and low tide conditions. And most importantly, their twisty roots provide safe spaces for fish to lay their eggs and for their babies to hatch. They're also the favorite hideout for shrimp, isopods, and more crustaceans than you can count. And where there's crustaceans, there's lemon sharks. There's lemon sharks. There's, there's lemon sharks. Stop! Maybe the sharks aren't going to hurt you. Oh, no, no, no. I know. It's just, Captain, they're so cool. Like, did you know that they hunt in groups? Or, or that they can whistle or survive for a short time in fresh water by adjusting the amount of salt in their body through a process called osmoregulation, where they uh, change the amount of salt in their pee? No, I did not know that. <laughs> well, now you do. You're welcome. They look incredible, Earth Rangers. They really live up to their lemony name with their 
pale tan skin and smooth oblong bodies. Dan, uh, I was almost ready for it that time. <clears throat> and they signal that we have entered yet another ecosystem, an estuarine area. Estuarine areas get their name from the word estuary, which is a tidal inlet. Basically where water from the ocean enters with the tide and mixes with fresh water. In this case, Lake Okeechobee, the main body of water that flows through the park. These areas where fresh water meets salt water create something called brackish water, a mixture of the two that provides a dynamic habitat for really unique marine species. And one in particular I'm really, really looking forward to meeting. I don't want to give it away, but I will give you a hint. Do you remember how I said earlier that the Everglades was home to an underwater cow? I was being a little cheeky, but the incredible creature I've traveled past eight different ecosystems to meet is often called a sea cow. That said, it's actually much closer related to elephants. Hey, I have an idea. While we're waiting to get to our last ecosystem, why don't we play a game of Who Am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> okay, I will play you a clip of the sound this animal makes, and then you will guess who it is. Ready? Hmm, what do you think? Here, I'll play it again. If you said bottlenose dolphin, you're close, but not quite right. Though I can totally see why you might think it was a shy dolphin, because both our cow-like mystery creature and dolphins live in the final of our nine habitats, coastal areas. And both are highly intelligent marine mammals, and both are insanely cute. But that sound, it's actually a manatee. You see. Along the coastline, the Everglades transition into salt marshes and seagrass beds, which is the manatee's favorite snack. I brought all of my scuba gear because I'm really hoping that I'll be able to spot some underwater. Now, safety note. It's totally safe to dive around manatees. They're extremely gentle herbivores. But it's really important to only dive in designated areas and to never touch them. Like so many of the park's unique residents, they're also endangered, and we have to be extra careful with them. Oh, ah, this is better, the, the slowing, slowing down. Well, <clears throat> Cap? Yeah? Thank you for the ride, uh, but this is where I leave you. Yeah, so, just going to, um, <clears throat> lift this tank. You could help me if you want it, no? Okay, I'll just, I'll do it. Yeah, you should get a picture. Uh, oh, of the coastal area? Dolphin fishermen. Dolph dolphin fishermen? There are there are people fishing dolphins? What? Where? I will I will stop them. Cetaceans are majestic and brilliant and beautiful, and they can hide your plane, and why would anyone fish them? And why? Oh no, why is the water so cloudy? Where are they? Oh! Oh! Earth Rangers! The captain didn't mean people fishing dolphins. He he meant dolphins! Fishing fish! Okay, right now, there are three dolphins making silt nets. That's 
that's when they dig their tails into the ocean floors and create a circle enclosure of, like, dust in the water. The fish inside of the enclosure get super confused and they leap out of the water right into the dolphins' mouths. They are so intelligent. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, have a good one. Hey, bye. Cap. That was an incredible journey through the ecological diversity of the Everglades. There really is no other place like this on the planet. I am going to head over to the designated diving area, and unfortunately, once I'm underwater, I won't be able to talk. Someday, scientists will figure out a solution to that, but for now, breathing through my scuba gear unfortunately trumps podcasting. I am so glad I got to share this journey with you and to do some proper scientific documentation along the way. I'll make sure to put all of my pics up on the episode page. Hopefully even a manatee video if my dive is successful. Oh, before I go, I think I can squeeze in one more national park visit before I need to get back to my regular duties as a wildlife reporter. So this is your last chance to send me your suggestions on which park I should visit. Share your ideas in the comments in the Earth Rangers app. And hey, if you encounter a unique ecosystem, I would love to see it too. It's important to document and identify all of the ecosystems, animals, and vegetation we encounter. Ask your parents' permission to snap a pic of ecosystems that you've identified and upload it on the app. See you later, alligators. After a while, crocodiles. Time to flee, humanities. And keep on ranging. Bye! Earth Rangers! Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hey, animal lovers. Earth Ranger Emma here to tell you about my favorite app, the Earth Rangers app. By signing up for a free membership, you can access tons of fun content like daily animal trivia, puzzles, top 10 lists, and my podcast, of course. In the app, you can send me notes by commenting on the episode pages. I just love hearing from you. You can also complete environmental missions, do eco-friendly crafts, and help protect animals. And if you use the code Emma in the code vault, you'll earn 25 bonus points to help you level up. Download today, and I'll see you in the app.